This is Lady Talk Radio, your space for real conversations about real life and real ways to improve yours. What's up, lady? Welcome back to Lady Talk Radio. I am your host, Stacey Ray, and I am so excited to welcome you back into the new year. This is the first episode of 2019, and I am so excited about this year. Every conversation I have had with women uh, in my communities, in groups and circles that I'm a part of, um, dear friends, family, has been so refreshing to hear so many women who are actually embodying and stepping into more ease this year. Less of the hustle, turning the dial down on the hustle and up on the flow. And I don't know about you, but that freaking excites me so much. (laughs) It gets to be easy, my friends. It gets to be easy. So welcome back. Welcome to 2019. Another opportunity, another range of beauty and sorrow and desire and devotion because we're alive, right? There's going to be the full spectrum. And of course, as it always is, a new invitation to go deeper, to love yourself more, to choose and to be more of who you are in the world. So I gotta say, I know a lot of you who listen to this show, and I'm so looking forward to seeing what you create, because there are so many magnificent women out in the world who are saying yes, they're saying yes to their life. And I have a feeling if you're listening to this show that you are probably one of those women. So thanks for being here. Thanks for really living your life with a yes in your back pocket. Because that is like, you're just saying, I'm going to live this thing on purpose. I'm going to design how this goes. I'm going to keep leaning in even when it's tough. I'm going to keep checking in with what feels good and getting the lessons and mm, one more step and one more step and one more step. So yeah. Yeah. If you didn't notice, you learned some really juicy stuff in 2018. Uh, It's funny how we can go into the new year sometimes and just be in this mode of like, okay, what's next? What am I going to do next? Right? Versus like, wow, what did I actually learn in 2018? What are all the things I'm leaving in 2018? What am I bringing into 2019 from 2018? Like all those learnings and integrations and lessons are for you. So take note of that if you haven't already. So anyways, let's get into some intros before we jump into this conversation, because I obviously want to talk to you about what I know is probably on your mind, which is change, right? Most of us are thinking about change at this time of year, uh, because it's kind of the hot topic. I, I can't remember a year going by since I was a kid, honestly, Uh, that people weren't talking about New Year's resolutions, that people weren't like bringing up this whole idea of like, okay, it's a new year, new me, let's do this thing. What am I taking on? Who am I going to be this year? And all this kind of stuff. And um, I'm a total fanatic about change. But what I'm actually more passionate about is transformation. Because there's this funky thing that goes down with change, 
where uh, most of us have a relationship to change. Mm, I don't know. I'm not going to say most of us, but many of us have had a relationship, if not presently have in the past, that change is sort of, you know, we kind of like change things a little and then they kind of go back or they, you know, we kind of teeter with it. We're in this, this sort of struggle, this dance with making the positive, whatever positive means for you change. Um, and what I'm more interested in is actually offering you a couple ideas around like, what is transformation? Because transformation to me means once and for all change. It means that you're not in the dance. You're actually like, you have taken the necessary steps. You have really gone deep into what this is about. You understand it and you get to fully embody what the change actually is. And so I want to do a little bit of debunking about change because I get that there's like a lot of of like limiting ideas that we pick up along the way and just like funky stuff that goes down around change. So I'm going to do a little bit of debunking in this episode, a little bit of myth busting about change and how we kind of shoot ourselves in the foot um, so that we know these things. Because the more that we understand how we usually do this whole change thing, the more we get that, the more we can actually choose more powerfully and really go about transformation, change, however you want to talk about it, um, more effectively because your girl don't got time to waste time. And I don't think you really want to be spinning your wheels and doing the same old, same old, you know? So I want to support you around this and uh, really just like digging into what the soulful, sustainable changes in your life look like because I'm more interested in changes that are going to actually nourish you and not just further push your problem polishing or perfectionism and all that kind of stuff. And I think when we're, you know, I hope when we're thinking about making changes in our lives, it's usually because we want to improve our lives, right? We want to make things easier. We want to make things better. We want to um, feel more in alignment, not make things more complicated or put more things on the table that we're just going to feel shitty about, right? So uh, I want to do some myth busting in this episode. And then in the second part of this episode, we're going to talk about how to really create the changes and some really, you know, just in my years of experience and making some pretty epic changes in my own life and researching this stuff for close to a decade and working with a ton of people around stuff like this, what works? you know, and sometimes these things don't work for everybody and that's okay. But my intention is just to give you some ideas, right? Uh, and hook you up with some stuff that maybe you could just take a look at. So before we jump into all that, though, I got to back up for a second. I want to say thank you for your guys' support around Gifts That Grow 2018. Uh, with your support, we were able to bring 80 personalized gifts. The community showed up we had this beautiful gathering of women. We hand wrote notes in these books. We got to bring these gifts to women who are in recovery and transition. Transition. That was a funny word. Uh, and I'm so excited about this year because we're going to do it bigger. We're going to have more women involved. There's women all over the world that want to bring it into their city. So if you are interested in 2019 and being a part of Gifts That Grow this year, obviously the planning is going to start a lot sooner because I just had this nudge to just do this. It was in like November. So I was pretty skinny on time this time around. And I'm so excited to have more feet hitting the ground and more contacts, more information, more, more movement in this. So if you want to be a part of it this year, if you've got the hookup, 
or you want to bring your heart to it, or you're like, Hey girl, I got to be a part of this. Just reach out to me. I would love to hear, uh, just what you see. And like, if there's an opportunity that you want to bring into your city, let's do this thing. So lots of information to come around that. Thank you so much for always backing my ideas. You guys like, you know, like, I'm over here behind the podcast mic a lot, like talking to you guys, but seriously, it means the freaking world to me um, in a very real way. Like, really, you know, when I get these ideas and I take action on them and I have your guys' support, it is absolutely some of the most moving stuff. So thanks for coming together on that. Thanks for your donations, your support for spreading the word. I couldn't thank you enough. One more announcement, because by the time you're listening to this, it's probably the second week of Jan. And as some of you already know, the Warrior Goddess Retreat is starting January 20th to the 27th in Yarra Valley, Victoria, Australia. And your girl is getting on a plane and flying there. I might already be there by the time you listen to this. But I wanted to just put out like one more, this is your last chance. Like if you had a last chance, this is it. And so this is some of my absolute favorite work. Like this is, this is like, this retreat is like my baby. It's like birthed into the world. Uh, Katie McDonald and myself, uh, just the co-creation that has taken place on this and the magic that took place in our last one has been so stunning. This is deep feminine embodiment work. We go through all the feminine and masculine archetype work and really go into like deep healing, deep liberation, really starting to express yourself fully. So if you have felt, I'm not going to go into too much detail because I feel like you, you already get the vibe, but if you have felt that you are ready to really unlock some energy inside of you to really stop dulling your, your light, to stop quieting your voice to stop with the people-pleasing patterns and really step forward with all of you and um, connect with some amazing women along the way. Um, this work is so freaking powerful. So if you feel like, okay, I want to get my, my booty on a plane or I'm in Australia and I want to come, we actually have one spot left and we've just been calling in the right lady that knows that she's supposed to be there. So go to uh, www.retreatsinaus.com if you know it's you. And watch my stories because we're going to be showing all the behind the scenes. So if you're not already following me on social media, let's connect. Send me a DM. I'd love to hear what you hear from this episode um, at I am Stacey Ray. So let's get into this because soulful change. I'm going to give you five points. I think there's five. I'm pretty sure there's five. Uh, five points, just ways that we're shooting ourselves in the foot, thoughts we're having, myths that we're we're living in around make and change. And the first one is, I've got a lot to say about this one. So I'm going to try to keep it concise. But this whole idea that the outcome of this change we're making will suddenly just make our whole world perfection. Like if I just change this, then I'll be better. I'll be happier. I'll be more worthy. You get the idea, right? And I mean, obviously, we want to make change to you know, usually improve or like do something in our lives that's more in alignment for us. Like, obviously that's, I think that's pretty clear. That's why we would make changes. Um, but there is a difference, right? When we're actually coming at it from this place, we're kind of like furthering ourselves from ourselves. It's just kind of more of the same, right? It sets us up for disappointment, for discouragement, and just all around kind of living in this fantasy based, let's just call it meh. Right? So a couple things that I got to say about this. Life is a very full experience, right? It's a full experience, I think it's fair to say. There's not really one thing, 
right? There's not like one thing, one choice, one person, one experience that's just going to create this rolling field of perfection and endless laughter for you, right? Like, it's a lot of things. It's a lot of components. And it's a journey. And it's an ebb and flow, right? And and my belief is that our work in this life is to learn to love ourselves, to to love and to honor and to accept and to deepen in ourselves, not to judge ourselves, right? I think we all are practiced enough at <laughs> that noise. Um, and, you know, if you're sort of like putting all of this weight, and I'm saying you are, but like, you, please know that I had, I, the reason I got so much to say about this is because I have done this a lot in my life. So I, I know this one very intimately. So if you're putting all the weight on one change, you're also keeping those things in the future. So you're kind of setting yourself up to keep that happiness, that joy, that abundance, your belief of your worthiness, all of that kind of stuff in the future. And then it becomes the chase, right? Like, oh, I got to do this. And then I'll feel these things. Then I'll feel like I'm good enough. Then, 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 right? Versus now. It's all here now. It's like the grand dilemma of the self-help industry is like, nothing's out there. It's all right here. And we can keep chasing it and keep looking for it and keep seeking it. Or we can actually drop into the moment. And it's actually been proven. This is there's a lot of science and research behind the fact that it is more effective. We manifest and create faster when we're actually present in the moment when we are celebrating and gratitude when we are in a place of acceptance of the moment. And then just allowing our focus to be on the direction and the vision of where you're going, right? Because the destination, trust me, is not the thing. The journey is. And we've heard this. A lot of people talk about it. It's like, you know, it's out there. We hear people saying it. But we still put a lot of weight on the outcome, on the destination. And it's a practice, right? And it's just something to notice because the rocket fuel that you are looking for to make these amazing changes in your life is actually powered. It's like the rocket fuel itself is actually accepting ourselves. It's accepting our lives as they are right now. And then creating the changes we want from a place of joy, of love, of desire, not from like, I have to make this change to be good enough. That's never going to propel us forward, right? And when we make changes from this place of self-judgment, or believing that like who we are today is not good enough and I have to do all these things and then my life will be amazing. You know, um, it's coming from this place of like fixing usually, you know, um, or trying to force ourselves. And <laughs> yeah, going back to what I said in the beginning about the flow, this style of making a change typically brings up a lot more friction. <laughs> There's more friction. It's more of a masculine expression of trying to force ourselves to create change and furthering ourselves from ourselves, which is kind of the opposite of flow and ease. So obviously, when we can practice and do the work to really feel a sense of acceptance, to stand in a place of acceptance in our lives, any other change that we make becomes a bonus, <laughs> right? So if we're just trying to sort of sidestep the actual work, which is getting that you're already amazing, that you're already worthy, that you're already able to feel happiness and gratitude and joy and all of these things, uh, yeah, 
that's that. Yeah, let's just let's just say this. If we sidestep the work here, we're just going to have to do it later. So there's that. Um, we see this a lot. I, I definitely did this a lot around money. And I hear it a lot in people when they talk about like how much money they want to make. It's like, if I just make tons of money, then I won't have to worry about money and everything will just be amazing. Well, here's the thing <laughs> that kind of just sidestepped the whole idea that there's anything, any patterns or beliefs or understand or underlying like just funky stuff that's going on for you. So you're just like, if I just do all of this, then I won't have to look at that. So if I just, you know, change my nose, if I just make a million dollars, if I just do this, then I'll be happy and I won't have to look underneath the hood of the car, right? So just noticing, right? Like, what is this outcome that you believe this change will provide? And just tuning into that. Like, am I trying to avoid anything by just making it all fine and dandy? Where am I choosing this change from? Is it from self-judgment? Is it from power? Is it from a commitment to self-mastery? Because these things I'm sharing with you don't have to look this way in your life, but they're just a place to look, right? If you are putting all of this weight and all of this future destination messiness around what this change is going to provide for you, just checking it out can be really powerful because all change in our life is typically about bringing the unconscious to the conscious, right? It's looking at our behaviors. It's understanding hey, why am I doing that thing? And how can I really intentionally start to shift that? Because we are talking about our brains, right? And rewiring what comes automatically to us. A lot of things that we've been doing, especially behaviors, beliefs, all this kind of stuff, a lot of it is unconscious. And so we got to take a look behind the behavior. If there's something specific that you're doing in your life that you want to change, take a look if there's some, well, I say if, but really I mean just look for the thing because there's almost always uh, a need that's behind our behaviors and our patterns and our actions. Even if those things are, you know, you know, you think they're negative or they're irrational, right? If you look deeper, the outcome behind the behaviors that you're that you're in, they you'll usually find something underneath there, some kind of universally shared need like love or safety or self-respect. Um, and this is really great information because if let's say somebody who was wanting to quit smoking and the reason they smoked is because when they took a closer look is because they act, this was the only time that they actually let themselves take deep breaths and go outside and connect with people. The rest of the time, they're just like stressed and doing this thing. Right. And when you can understand the need underneath there you don't want to just be like, okay, now you don't get to smoke. And now you also don't get any connection or deep breaths or anything outside, right? Because that's just your subconscious is going to push back on that. And you're just going to keep sabotaging. Instead of looking at what is the need? What is the thing that is behind this behavior so that you can fulfill that need on purpose? So maybe that person who wants to quit smoking still goes outside, still does goes exactly the same as if they were going to smoke, but they don't smoke. 
So you get the need met, you just change the action. So it's really a really powerful way to do this, you know, is just to take a look at, you know, what could I be getting out of this? What is the need that's being filled? And how, get curious about how you could actually honor that need in a new way. And it starts to liberate that whole pattern. So just something to chew on. If you have some questions about that, reach out to your girl. You know, I'd love to jam on that with you. So that one felt long. I had a lot to say about that one because I know that one very well. The second one, man, this one, this one, I think I relate to all of these. Maybe you will too. But, you know, we hear this one a lot. Like I overheard somebody at the grocery store saying this the other day and I just wanted to, she was like three people in front of me in the line and I wanted to be like, hey, (laughs) I got something for you. Let's talk about it. Um, She said, change is hard. It's so hard to change. And, you know, this this whole idea that, like, I'm not good at change, but, like, that person, she's good at change. Like, she sticks to her commitments. Like, look at her. She's so disciplined. This whole idea that, like, some people are better at change or better at doing whatever, commitments, New Year's resolutions, whatever you want to call it. And here's the thing. I'm just going to get really real with you. If you believe that, If you really believe that change is hard or that you suck at change, you're just going to keep living that. And you've heard me say it on the podcast before. You're probably hearing other people talk about it. What you believe is how you will shape your reality. This is not just some thing (laughs) that we say that sounds good. It's true. And when you believe something, your ego will literally reject anything that doesn't fit in that frame of reality. So if you believe that change is really hard and you just suck at change, anything that comes in that doesn't match that will just automatically be omitted. (laughs) So you get to rewrite this story and it starts with auditing your thoughts and being aware of what you're thinking. Because here's the thing, if you believe this, you're also going to be scanning for evidence. You're going to be always looking for things in the world that prove that you're right. So hence the lady in the grocery store talking to people being like, yeah, man, change is so hard. It's so hard to start eating healthy. It's so hard to do these things. I don't know. I never have been good at that. And she's just telling, and like other people in the line were like, yeah, I know, right? And bandwagoning with her and she's getting all this evidence, right? And she's like, yeah, she's just gathering it and like ruminating and like, you know, just keeping it flowing, right? It's going to be pretty challenging to have a different experience when we are telling ourselves this very distinct thing, right? So here's the thing. Change is commitment. It's you know, it's not this like mystical thing that some people are born with and they just like come out of womb like, okay, check this out. It's it's not like that. It's actually just a learned thing. Like change is commitment. And the cool thing about commitment is that commitment's not perfection. <laughs> Surprise. Commitment is actually showing up again and then again. And sometimes you'll fall and then you show up again and you just fall and then you show up again and then you just keep showing up again until you get there. And the only way, here's the, here's the kicker. You're going to love me for this one. The only way that someone could be better at commitment is just that they're more practiced. They've just done it more. And the cool thing about learning how to be 
really powerful in your commitment is it is totally something that you're in charge of. So nobody can like alter your ability to commit. (laughs) You are in charge of that. And so you can actually start to generate self-trust, which is kind of like the rocket fuel of commitment. Because when you make a promise to yourself, and sometimes these are little, right? Like, I'm going to drink more water today. I'm, I would recommend you get more clear about how much water because sometimes that can get a little bit slippery and you might be like, well, I kind of drank more water. And anyways, you see where I'm going with that. Be clear. I'm going to drink one more liter of water today, you know, and that way, you know, when you've done it and you can be like, yeah, instead of just giving yourself like a way to kind of be like, well, I don't know if it was enough water that I drank. Right. So just be clear. But if you make these little promises to yourself, hey, I'm going to do this today. Hey, I'm going to do this today. And then you do it. Every time you get one of those little wins, it's like (laughs) your subconscious mind is like, this is awesome. Even your conscious mind is like, this is awesome. It just starts to fuel that confidence. It starts to give yourself new evidence, right? So even just start small. If you have this one playing out right now where you're like, I don't know, I'm not good at this. Start with these little things. If you have one little tiny win in the morning, maybe it's five minutes of meditation. Maybe it's five deep breaths, one glass of water. These things rebuild and flourish our sense of self-trust and our relationship to commitment. So start there, would ya? The third one, the third way that uh, we kind of shoot ourselves in the foot and it's just one of the the ways that change can become a hot mess instead of being the soulful, sustainable juiciness that I know you won't, is we have this, (laughs) we come at it as this huge life transformation today. Like I'm going to change everything overnight. I'm going to join 76 Facebook groups, a running club, and some kind of like business building summit. And I'm going to do it all. And I'm going to read these 10 books and I'm going to start running And I'm going to drink celery juice every morning and, 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 right? We just do these huge, like overnight, we go from like eating whatever to like this, you know, and just like this huge gradient. And it's this like, I'm all in and then I'm all out. And we tend to, this is a pattern, right? And so it's kind of like change binging, (laughs) if you will. So there's usually... Most times, I mean, not to say that we can't make big life altering change because we can, right? And sometimes that's a really powerful place to stand. Um, But if it's a pattern that you see in your life, if you're like, I kind of do this a lot, that's something to notice. Because if it's actually like a genuine, I'm going to change my life today, um, you might not have done it before, right? Because those are usually really pivotal moments in our lives, right? So just checking out what's behind this, like, you know, if I believe that I need to stop eating half the food chain and start doing all of these crazy things all at once, like what's really driving that? Am I afraid of something? Am I worried that I'm needing to change all these things at once? Like, what am I actually choosing this from? Because we tend to have a really high level of significance and importance around succeeding when we have this high gradient of change. And it just tends to create a lot of that energy of like, I have to do this. And it's, um, in my experience, kind of shutting down ourselves. There's not a lot of room for grace and compassion and just being in the natural flow of being a human being. Because here's the thing, we're not perfect. (laughs) Surprise, we're not perfect. 
And, uh, you know, when we have these super high gradients, often what can happen is we can be super, super, like maybe we can hold this like crazy ass, big old world of change for like a few days. And then we have one little slip up or one thing that happens, which it will, because that's commitment over and over again. Uh, we tend to just throw everything out. We're like, look, I failed change binging, right? All in or all out. And so this tends to kind of like, just mess with our mojo a little bit. So just checking it out, right? Like nothing's actually wrong, right? And I think often what I see when I'm thinking I have to make all these changes at once, or, you know, it's like, I have this, some fear or idea that something is wrong, like something is not how it should be in my life or with me or with the world. And I'm trying to drive all that fear with just making a whole whack load of changes at once. Um, so just check it out do a little journaling around it. If this is something that's showing up for you and just checking in, like what would 10% change look like? And the cool thing about this is once you win and you start getting that momentum, you can start stacking another 10% on there. And it's so sustainable and so fun and just leaves a lot more space for play and curiosity and being like, Hmm, how's this going? You know, try 10% change for a week. Try one change, you know, even if you just make one change and then in three weeks, you're like, how's this going? Cool. Let me add in another one now. Um, it's just really setting yourself up to win and, um, and have a lot more fun in the process. (laughs) Um, the fourth thing that, oh, this one is so sweet. It is so sweet and cute and, um, terrible at the same time. Uh, I've done this one a lot, ladies, big time, mucho. Uh, is this whole idea of perfect, rosy-cheeked, absolutely controlled, and flawless change. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we're human, right? So we're kind of like a little messy. And, you know, when it comes to change and life and work and womanhood and all the things, um, there's just a juggling act, right, of life. And it's a dance. And it's beautiful when we can really get that, like, there is no like one thing, it's not going to be flawless. Um, The thing I've noticed over and over and over again is uh, when we expect and demand flawless, when we are trying to hold life and control life, is we tend to crumble at challenge in challenge, because we're trying so hard to hold and we're not really in the flow. And the first pebble that kind of, you know, crosses your path, you just trip and fall and just melt down because there's a lot of energy. It takes a lot of bandwidth to try to control and hold our lives, right? And judge when it's not perfect and try to be perfect and all this kind of stuff. It takes a lot of energy and naturally change takes a lot of energy, right? Because we're shifting, we're becoming more conscious of our behaviors and our choices. And so we're already exploring heightened level of bandwidth. And then to put this in can can bring again, just less grace, less compassion, and more trying to hold versus trusting. And so here's the thing that I've noticed, uh, really, to be quite the kind of the soothing bomb to this one is to focus more on resiliency. Because like, obviously, we want things to go well. (laughs) Obviously, you're like, I want it to be perfect, though, Stacey. And here's the thing, if you get 
If you practice being resilient, which resiliency is really simple, it's actually mostly optimism. It's saying that if the pebble comes into your path, that you are going to treat the pebble like a lesson and an opportunity to further and get closer to what it is that you want. And there's flexibility in that. And there can be deep breaths in that. And really just that practice of being in the journey and asking this question has always been one of my favorites is like, what am I actually making the challenges mean? So they can be obstacles that get in our way and frustrate us and shouldn't be there, right? Like get out the way, or they can be an opportunity. They can be something that was meant to be there. That is perfect for what we need to become the person that can hold this kind of change and transformation in her life. Uh, because you've probably heard me say this before, it's not so much about what we achieve through these things, these changes, these um, growth periods in our lives. It's who we're becoming, we're, we're shifting, we're molding, we're evolving. And so allow yourself to be on the journey and to kind of be in the mystery of it. Like, what if you don't know how good it can be, right? When we're trying to control and fixate on what it should be, we are also in resistance, We're not really in this state of trust and flow and co-creation. We're kind of in this space of like, I know better. (laughs) And we kind of know how that goes typically, right? And so just be in the practice. If you feel like this is something that is really prevalent for you or it's a pattern for you, just be in the practice of releasing a little bit more and practicing being on the journey. And sometimes what can be helpful is finding the beauty in the little things, finding the beauty in the pebbles. Because there is so much on the journey that we are, our conscious mind and subconscious mind doesn't even know is possible. Can you imagine, this is something I was just thinking about is like, it's like this or something better, you know, can you imagine if you were so fixated on it being a certain way, but then literally like two degrees south, there was this amazing flourishing experience that you were not accessing because you were trying to so hard to stay on this path. So being in that openness, being on the journey, the fifth and final one for this episode anyways, I feel like I could demyth or debunk, myth bust, whatever, change all day long. Uh, This one is kind of my personal favorite, to be honest. And it is that change is necessary. (sighs) take a big old breath with me right there because just because it's 2019, just because it's January, just because you're human, just because everyone else is doing it doesn't mean you have to. And this one is really rampant. It's like this whole idea that we always have to be growing and changing and evolving. Here's the, here's the cool part. You are anyways, period. Um, end of episode, growing doesn't actually always mean changing, right? So you are actually already in the perfect space, the perfect moment, you're right on time. And you are not obligated to have New Year's resolutions. You don't need to plan this crazy year because you think that it makes you better in some way. Here's your permission slip. If you have this, you know, if you're in this, 
change is necessary. Oh my God, I got to figure something out. I got to change. Blah, blah, blah. And you can feel the difference between I am choosing this powerful change in my life versus I got to make this change because I'm not successful and awesome if I don't. Right? So you are always going to create what you want, right? So if you don't really want the change, you're just going to stop yourself anyways. You're just going to sabotage yourself. You're going to pull yourself back. You're going to have one foot on the brake. So get really clear. Like, what do I want? What do I really, really want? I'm going to talk about this in a episode really soon because I think there's a lot of, well, I know that there is a lot of inquiry. Uh, I've had quite a few conversations with women recently around like, how do I know what I want? what is the thing that I want? And what if I choose and I'm wrong? Or what if, you know, and all this kind of exploration. And so just dropping into what feels so enlivening, what feels expansive, what feels constrictive, you know, and checking in on that right now could be a really powerful place to just check out like, am I just making change because I believe it's necessary? Or am I creating change because I'm empowered about the change? And I also want to say, even if you're not empowered with the change and you're like, oh, I got to do this or whatever, you can still empower it and you can say, okay, cool. Let me shift my frame of mind. Let me get what I need. Let me get some support. Let me make it a game. Like there's a lot of ways that you can still empower it. So, you know, take everything with a grain of salt, (laughs) but choose what you want, you know, really, really choose what you want. And I'm going to talk about this more in the next episode, uh, where we're going to go diving into change, like what it takes, what works, some ideas to take on. Um, and I really, I really love talking about change because it's, it's a versatile topic because there's so many things that we go through and grow through in our lives. So this information I hope supports you deeply. I wanted to talk about change so much (laughs) that I'm doing three episodes about change. Uh, So watch for those. Uh, As you know, this past year with the podcast has been amazing. I've loved creating all this content for you. Uh, I think I've shared that so many times. And I'm so excited about creating even more for you this year. I learned so many things this past year from you guys from this process. And I've decided that every week I will be doing a solo episode as well as the partnered episode, co-created episode with a beautiful guest. So keep me in the loop of what you want me to talk about because I want to know. And this show is really about you. You know, yes, I, well, that's actually a lie. I was going to say, yes, I like the sound of my own voice, but I actually don't. Um, but I do love to get on here and create for you, but I, I love to serve you with stuff that really supports you. So um, change is one of my favorite things to talk about because it's really that shedding, it's releasing, it's choosing and letting go of if it's a layer that has kept you stuck or, you know, a behavior, a thought, something that's just you've grown out of and you're ready to truly step forward into something different and really live uh, an even more fulfilled expression of who you are. So uh, just remember that this year is another opportunity to learn more to grow in yourself and in the world and to make a bigger impact, a deeper impact maybe, and to say no, maybe more, to say yes, maybe more, 
Um, you know, maybe you want more white space in your calendar. Maybe you want more appointments in your calendar. Maybe there's less sugar in your body, more greens, more deep breaths, more soulgasm moments with your chosen families. Uh, maybe you want to wear more leather jackets or more dresses. You get to choose how this goes. And my invitation is for you to take a look at what has been so familiar, what's predictable for you, and start going just 10%, just 10 little degrees into something and trying out something new. We don't have to make these life-altering, full shell shock experiences. Sometimes the little things are actually the big things. I love you guys so much, and we will talk to you in the next episode. 